tropical islands and, and tropical cooking. I wonder what that conjures for you. Uh, freshness, boldness, vibrancy, perhaps a, a cultural richness. And islands themselves. So there's the, the constant presence of, of the sea and, and maybe a sense of, of, of containment. In her latest cookbook, Isla's a, a Celebration of Tropical Cooking, 125 Recipes from the Indian, Atlantic and Pacific Ocean Islands, journalist and, and food studies professor Von Diaz has, has girdled this watery globe, cooking her way from coast to coast. And she joins us. Von, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here. Can we start with that idea of, of the island? And that, to me, in, in terms of, of food and, and the resources that make that food, there's a sense of, of the contained in that. Does, that. does that live out in your book? Definitely. And I hope that all of my future conversations around this book begin as eloquently as you just put it, Ed, <laughs> because from an American perspective, so a, a smidge of a backup, I was born in Puerto Rico, which is an island in the Caribbean, and I was raised on the U.S. mainland in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And for um, those of us on this side of the pond, um, a, islands are mostly conceived of as tropical destinations for vacations. <laughs> and in many ways, my research, exploration, and discovery of islands across the planet, particularly, specifically, tropical islands, right? So those that are in the, the central band of the planet exposed me and introduced me to the possibility <laughs> that, in, that, in fact, that is a very, that is a, a particular worldview. And in terms of containment, yes. One of the shared characteristics that I discovered in my research is that islands share a number of things, mm -hmm. regardless of geography. Um, they are small. They are surrounded by water. They tend to have been colonized, many of them multiple times. And they are isolated and rather contained. And they are also all particularly at risk of the impacts of climate change at the moment. But, but I'm very intrigued by your question around containment because island communities tend to be quite insular, mm. right? And I think that for people who are not from islands or who don't live on islands, perhaps that insularity is curious, um, but you, we have to remember that for most of the history of the planet and its people, if you were living on an island, you didn't see other people, right? Unless they happened upon your land. And so the cultures that are developed and put forth on islands are very unique. Um, they're quite vibrant. And they have a lot of cultural specificity which I think is very different than the experiences of many of us who live on larger pieces of land, right, who live in, in other larger countries. Yes, yeah, so, so distinct. And, and, I, and, and the idea of food, though, as a, as a cipher for, for relaying that complexity 
is is wonderful because I mean food is so essential. Food encapsulates all mm-hmm. those things that you mentioned that that sense mm-hmm. of, of the contained, that sense of, of of colonial impact of climate. Of course, I mean you're on an island. The resources you have are the resources you have, and those are the things from which you must live. And and you can exactly. tell that story through the food that's eaten. Absolutely. And so what I hoped to do and what I think I've done in Islas is to present six ancestral cooking techniques that I have found to be consistent across the tropics. So um, again, for, for perhaps for, for listeners who are not that familiar with, what the, with the tropical band, right, it is the area between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn. Okay. So it's this entire band <laughs> around the planet that has, uh, where islands have, and all of the spaces within the tropics have particular weather patterns, right? They sit in the center of the planet. And so when we think about the techniques that people use to prepare food for themselves, we, we have to think about ancestry mm-hmm. and, and ancestry along with geography and climate. So this is a sort of bigger picture to the research that I've been doing into what I've discovered. We have so many fears around climate change among us, right, all over the planet. And people in the tropics who live on islands are our best guides for figuring out how to survive and thrive in a rapidly changing environmental landscape. Yes. And to me, part of my thesis, if you will, of this book is that these are the processes, these are the dishes that we should all look to in order to steal ourselves. This is the, the future. future. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I'm intrigued too. You mentioned, you mentioned six ancestral techniques. Okay. Number okay. one. So in order, almost in the sense of how one prepares food, the first is marinating. The second is fermentation and pickling, which are, of course, distinct but similar. Um, the third is braising and stewing, Slightly different, but the same concept. Grilling and smoking, deep frying, mm-hmm. and steaming, and in-ground cooking. And those are the six techniques that I chose to focus on, and I found them so beautifully executed and elaborated on in on every single island in the tropics that I studied. It's a wonderful thing, though, isn't it, of human experience that our... Our relationship to food is, is is such a common language that you say those things, those techniques of this part of the world, and we understand. We we know of what you speak. There's, that, that's a, a a a great common humanity in that. Of course, of course, and I think um, you know. I I spent two years working on this project completely amidst the pandemic. Mm. And and I found it a tremendous comfort, actually, because ultimately I, I'm very lucky to be a person who has gotten to travel the world. And I found that I was able to travel the world again through the dishes that I was cooking, through the flavors that I was tasting, and through the relationships that I was able to build and the stories that I was hearing 
from people living on islands all over the planet and found just a, a tremendous sense of relatability among us, um, particularly when it came to the simplest question that I would ask people, which was, what is your absolute favorite thing that your mom prepared? That's a very good question. <laughs> it's a perfect question. And, and, and even if the answer is, well, I wasn't particularly close to my mom, but my dad would cook, that is also very revealing, and you still get the same information. Is, is right? that is that something though? In, in, I mean, in, in the islands that you that you investigated, is is food matrilinear? Is is that is that held up through all those cultures? Absolutely, and at least in the United States, we have a real culture of masculinity when it comes to chefs and restaurants and prestige. And regardless, in my investigations, I've found that women are the keepers of culture hmm. everywhere, everywhere, everywhere on this planet. If you want to know how an ancestral dish was prepared, <laughs> what it should taste like, you need to ask an auntie, a grandma, a mom, a sister, because regardless of where sort of cooking is in a professional setting. That's not the point. It, yeah. No, it's the aunties that have the like, exactly what is a pinch of salt? This seems an inappropriate moment to introduce another male voice, but I'll do it anyway. One, one, of, one, of, the people, one of my favorites. Yeah, yes. One of the people uh, Bob, that you collaborated uh, with in, in the preparation of this book is Robert Oliver. Now, Robert's executive director and founder of Pacific Island Food Revolution, and it's a, it's a body which promotes healthy eating around the Pacific. Uh, Robert, hello. Hey, how you doing? Bolivinaka from Fiji. Um, just, I, I wonder how this, this relationship between you and Vaughn came about. Oh, okay. We were introduced initially by Ligai Mishan, who's the incredible food writer of the New York Times. But as I'm hearing Vaughn talk, I'm realizing I'm, I'm missing the talks that we had early on in the book, her book process. You know, when you strike a a kindred soul like this, it's pretty intense mm. with these mm. matters that are this soulful and also pragmatically purposeful and important in this time. I was really reminded as I listened to Vaughn just now, and, I, and by the way, I, I helped her with the Vanuatu relationships and, and uh, kind of guiding that process. Uh -huh. Yep, Absolutely. Um, but I'm just hearing, you know, this is the thing. Food is the great inviter. And, Yes. A plate of food is not just something you eat. Sitting behind that, there are a whole slew, a matrix of systems. And those systems, the traditional systems, are the answer to the climate change situation that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm reminded of this in Fiji daily, in that mm -hmm. the food and the food system, the traditional food system that sits behind that, two-thirds of the words of the climate change impacts are associated to food systems and the systems associated to food. So if we can get that right, we can mm. we can survive. And and We're also Robert what I'm hearing systems. too is the yeah. is food as practice and technique, right? Because yeah. it's 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 ingredients, but it's also the preparation of ingredients, right? How yeah. do we prepare food mm. so that it is optimally nourishing? 
to our bodies. And and sorry to interrupt you, Robert, but I'm remembering part of the <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the origins of our early conversations, which were around lap lap. Yeah, and, that's right. And Vanuatu. Um, yes, and so lap lap is uh, is a, the national dish of Vanuatu. Um, it is a what I would call from my from my American standpoint a giant tamale. So um, you, it, it, it's prepared over volcanic rocks that are heated uh, and then covered with banana leaves. And then a starchy mixture is layered over these banana leaves. Things are stuffed into it. Could be seafood, could be chicken, could be vegetables, doused in coconut milk covered with more starchy substance covered with more leaves and then steamed. And this process, I hope that everyone's mouth is watering right now because my, <laughs> my, mine is in my own description of this dish. So, so lap lap and dishes steamed inside of leaves is probably the single, in addition to braises and stews in Islas, it is the single most common thing that I found mm, interesting. across yeah. the tropics. Every island in the tropics has something that they steam inside of a banana leaf. And sometimes it's yams, sometimes it's cornmeal, sometimes it's very composed like pasteles in Puerto Rico. Pasteles in Puerto Rico have a very complicated masa that's uh, taro root and cassava and plantains that are then stuffed with these very Spanish ingredients, green olives and pork and, and pimentos. And that's then wrapped and then wrapped up like a present and then steamed. And mm. it's so magical because the leaf infuses whatever is inside of it with this wonderful earthy flavor. And we have to assume that the leaf is also infusing the food with some form of nutrients, mm. right? Because it's a fresh leaf. But what a, what a little symphony of naturalness, as you say, what a, a fresh leaf, yes. the, the fresh ingredients, the the, exactly. the, the heat of, of volcanic rock. It's entirely exactly. of the world. Nothing yeah. artificial added. That's it's such a that's such a wonderful picture. Um, and so delicious. Importantly, yes. <laughs> Look, thank you both. And what a what a I could I could sense between you the the joy of this collaboration and its depth. Uh, and Robert, there's, there's probably another conversation that we should have um, around this idea of, of health and traditional food. So thank you for joining us. And, and Vaughn, thank you too, and, and a salute to the, the depth and the, and the precision of your work. Um, thank you so much. A tremendous undertaking. You've been listening to Robert Oliver, his executive director, founder of Pacific Island Food Revolution, and Von Diaz, uh, journalist, food studies professor, uh, author, her latest cookbook, Islas, uh, a celebration of tropical cooking, 125 recipes from the Indian, Atlantic and Pacific Ocean Islands. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.